Welcome to the Rise and Thrive Podcast. My name is Liz Paris. And I'm Christina Cyphers. We're sisters. And we have been on a journey to get unstuck in life and learn tips, tools, and techniques to find more success, love, and happiness. We want to share what we've learned with you to help you move from surviving to thriving. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Horizon Thrive. We're on episode 63, Finding Joy at Home, Order in October. And this is part three. And we've been focusing in a lot on physical clutter and how clutter clogs up our living space. And even it can clutter your mind and your emotions. And because of that, it causes you to to um, hesitate. So to keep you from your goal, whatever that may be, uh, maybe your goal is to have better relationships with your family and more one-on-one time with your kids or your husband. Maybe your goal is to start a business or whatever. And so whatever that is that you're desiring, clutter will keep you from seeing what you're missing. It'll keep you from seeing the big picture of how to put things together. It causes that hesitation. It causes a distraction. It Clutter can actually bring up emotions in you and doubt. And so this month, as we've been really super focused on moving clutter out of our homes, beautifying our homes and organizing the space, um, we are taking a stand <laughs> against clutter and against that those emotions and things that come up that are keeping us from um, moving forward in the de- ways that we desire. Whatever our goals are, um, clutter is like an arch nemesis to us being able to fulfill those goals and those desires that we have. So um, for just a little review, if you haven't listened to episode one and two of Order in Your Home, or order in October and finding joy at home. Um, that's kind of our theme this month in October. But what we've what we've been focusing in on is how do we want our space to look? So finding pictures or inspiration of, okay, this is what I want my home to look like. This is how I want it to be. So finding kind of a, a vision or a visual of what we want, or you could even write down, I want my home to function in this way. I want my rooms to be... Um, you know, clean and easy to clean, free of clutter, um, organized and have simple systems that work for my family. Or, you know, so if you have words that kind of guide you to what you want or a picture, that's what's going to help you have the, the vision of what you're moving towards. And then the second part is that we're picking a direction. So you're picking an area in your home that you want to focus in. So for me this month, my direction is my office. And so if you've been on our order in October group in Facebook, anyone can join. Um, you will see pictures of progress. You know, people, maybe people are working on certain areas, a pantry. Um, for me, it's my office. So, you know, I've decluttered and rearranged and kind of moved things out that I don't need and really honed in on what, what kinds of books and things in my office really add to when I'm mentoring people and helping people with coaching and, and energy sessions and what kind of brings in that feeling of forward movement and what is distracting and and getting rid of those things that are distracting and bringing in more beautiful things. But then also like, um, I, I want to work on my files even more, you know, I've started to kind of go through my files and get rid of old things that I don't need. 
and um, paperwork and things like that. So, you know, my, my structure of my office is looking better, but my project of going through my files isn't just gonna happen overnight for me. I have a couple boxes of papers that I need to go through. So for me, these 15 minute action steps daily are focused in on, now that I've got things arranged on going through my papers and I'm trying to do 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes at night. Sometimes it turns into a little longer and that's good because I get a big chunk done. But um, you might say, oh, I can't get order. I don't have the time, you know, in my home. But as we've broken it down to this 15 minute action step daily, anyone can do that. Anyone who's working, anyone who has a bunch of kids, anyone who's um, busy and got a crazy schedule or building a business, 15 minutes is doable if you make it a priority, right? So I, I mean, I've been there where I'm like, oh, I don't have the time. I don't have this and that. And also, as we start to work on our clutter spaces, you will notice that emotions will come up, up doubts like negative thoughts, like I can't do this. I won't be able to change. Um, also, like you'll question what you're doing. Why am I throwing this away? This is something that was my mom's or my grandma's or, or this still has a lot of good use in it. Or I paid a lot for this. Why am I getting rid of it when it still could be used for something and also we can get distracted from our goal so we'll talk more about the emotions that come up and the th thoughts today but we definitely want to remember that clutter is a distractor clutter is a form of like I don't want to say slavery that's a really big word but like bondage right clutter is a form of keeping you from the goals that you have and from the desires or the good life or the abundance that you want and um, sometimes when we because even me I grew up in a home where we had a lot of clutter and we had quite a scarcity mindset in our home and that kind of goes hand in hand where it's like okay wow you know we've got to save every little thing because we might need it someday or there's still good use in this and so we tend to hold on to things like oh we're not going to ever be able to have this um, in the future right and, and that's kind of silly in our, our time. If you think about it logically, it's like, well, it doesn't make sense, but it's an emotional thing that comes along with clutter. Um, and so, and clutter also gives you a false sense of security. You think that because you have these things that you're, you're okay, that things are good. But if you look at, I mean, take a picture of your table or your, um, nightstand with it having a bunch of stuff on it and then take a picture of it with just like um, a cute little clock or a cute little plant or something and you can you can feel a totally different feeling just by looking at those pictures and so it's really important to remember that if it's cluttered it's not only it's that visual clutter for your eyes but it will clutter your mind and it will clutter your it can clutter your mind and clutter your emotions at the same time and so clutter is a form of distraction to keep you from those goals or those higher dreams or that higher way of living that you want um, and a lot of times we might be worried when we're starting to get rid of things about what we're giving up or a fear that we'll miss it. It's kind of funny. I noticed this the other day. I went through a bunch of stuff and actually had a cleaner come in and help me, an organizer. And we had gotten a, and she was actually helping me in my office. We got a, a nice box of things that I was ready to let go of. 
And as she drove off with this box of things that I was ready to let go of, I, you know, was enjoying my office and thinking about things. And, and all of a sudden there was almost a panic that came over me. Like, well, what did I let go of? Am I going to need it? And it was this fear that I might need whatever just left my house. And it's like, no, I'm good. Like if I need any of that, there's a store down the street. I can, I can go get it. But there are things that I, I hadn't even been using a basket that was empty. That was just in my closet and, you know, things that I didn't really need. And so it's interesting. You'll notice that emotions come up and you get to talk yourself through it. You get to coach yourself through it and say, you know, I, I know that this fear or this feeling may come up of, oh my gosh, I'm giving up something or I'm going to miss out on something or um, it's not going to be how it was. Like sometimes we're a little scared of what's coming because it's different. Um, but it's an opportunity for us to create space to help our dreams grow in the direction we want them to. If you um, notice in a, a garden, um, I've noticed this before, you know, I've planted tomatoes one year and the next year, um, a tomato has fallen down into the dirt and a whole bunch of tomato plants are coming from those little seeds that are all right in one little teeny tiny area. Well, as those try to come up and start growing, um, it's very difficult for them because they're fighting for space. They're fighting for that soil and that root space. They're fighting for um, air space and, and a spot to like spread out their branches or not branches, but their um, the stem needs a spot and then all of the little um, shoots that come off of that. And so it's difficult for it to grow because it doesn't have the space if it's too crammed in there and too cluttered. And so um, a lot of times we don't even realize that when we're surrounded by all this stuff, it is stifling us. It is bondage and we cannot move forward on the areas that we want to. And we see it backwards. We see it as if I give up this stuff, it, it's a bad thing. As I let go of it, it's a bad thing. You know, letting go, I've learned is such a beautiful thing because when you let go of something that you like, or sometimes it's not even something that you like, it's just something that you're used to and it's taking up space in your life. It's just there. And as you give that up, it opens yourself up to such a new space of growth that you didn't even know was there. And it can feel so freeing. Um, for me, uh, I've seen this with relationship stuff. Um, my husband and I had a lot of years of hard relationship stuff where I blamed and he blamed and there was a lot of depression and unhappiness. And so as we had that space, when we did some separating, so I thought my phone was off, uh, as we did some separating, gave ourselves that space to grow, it was like a new life, a new birth. It was awesome. And both of us really enjoyed that space. Space. And as we've come back together, we've combined two households with a lot of stuff. Plus my parents just died. So we've got a lot of their things here in my home, our home. And so it's really important now that we open up and get rid of some of that physical clutter so that we can have that space to really go forward on our dreams and really focus in on what we really want not just what we like or what's okay or what we've always had, but what is it that we really desire? What do we want to move forward on? And sometimes letting go something. Um, and, and I do like this because I, for the analogy that I'm going to give, I have a shadow box that I got from my mom and my mom collected a shadow box. It's just a little wooden box that has little slots in it. And it's a spot where you could put little 
kind of knickknacks or special things from trips. So if you get those flattened pennies, you could stick those in there, like one from the Statue of Liberty. And, you know, you've got all your little things and it kind of helps you connect you to some of your memories and your travels and times with family. And so it's kind of fun. Um, but another day as I was cleaning and I went through a lot of stuff, I looked at my shadow box that I haven't hung up yet. I just got all the little items and I'm, I'm contemplating, do I want this up in my home? I actually felt that I could give that up and be fine. Um, and not saying that I am or I'm not, I'm still going to make a decision. And some of those personal decisions, you can hold those off till later. You know, sometimes just going through maybe the garage stuff or um, the storage room stuff or things like that that aren't as close or emotionally attached or things like that. Those are a good area to start. And sometimes waiting um, on some of the more personal items to the end when you're getting better at releasing and getting rid of things and letting go of things will help you have that space where you can really decide which of those personal items bring you joy and really nurture you and nurture your space. And some of those ones that are like, well, you know, so such and such person, like I, I had a friend who gave me a really beautiful statue of Jesus at the well, but it's quite large and it's beautiful and I love it. She passed on and I, sometimes I'm like, well, I want to keep that because it reminds me of her. And um, if I was out shopping, I probably wouldn't pick that particular item. So sometimes, you know, you get to decide, is this something that's really nurturing me and helping me in my life and with what I love? Or can I let go of that? And it's not letting go of that person or the memory of them. It's more letting go of that item that's taking up space in your home that maybe isn't what you want for that space. So anyway, lots of lots of good ideas, lots of emotions that come up as we do this, lots of thoughts, lots of doubts, like, can I really do this? Can I really get it together? You know, I, I grew up in a home where it wasn't super organized, where we were not abundance thinkers, we were scarcity thinkers. And can I really shift my thoughts and my thinking? Yeah, we can do all these things as we as we continuously work on and go through areas. If there's an area that's really hard for you, save it till a little later. I've got some things sitting aside for my parents passing, and that's an area that I'm gonna go through a little later because I wanna get good at getting rid of things and really making my mind up of, okay, what do I like? What do I not like? What is helping my family and my home and my space? And what is just cluttering it or taking up space that could be space for something more beautiful and more desired? So. Okay, creating space. Remember that as you're getting rid of clutter, um, think of it as I'm letting something better in. You let go of the good or release the good or even some of the bad or the negative to let, let in some of that that is beautiful and desired. And then as you create that space, remember your um, purpose, like why? That's a big thing to think about. What's your why? So today, as you leave this podcast, if you haven't already thought about what your why is, maybe you want your home to be a really fun hangout for your teenage kids and their friends to come over and kind of a safe, fun place for everybody. Or maybe um, you want to have a space in your home to do your quilts. Maybe you're a quilter. And so by decluttering and really establishing that space for that purpose, you are opening up that dream or that opportunity for you. So getting clear on your why, 
Um, also knowing what you want it to look like when it turns out or what, what your purpose is with that space. So you can write that, you can take pictures of that. And then how, like, how are you going to do this? It's got to be that consistency of that steady movement in a picked direction or in a picked area daily. And then as you clear out, you make room for that purpose. And then you can remember it as you're working through things and maybe something's hard and it's like, oh, I don't really know if I want to let go of this or I don't really know if I can do this. Then you remind yourself why you're doing it. Um, one really cool suggestion that was um, given uh, as I've been working through things, one of my organizers said, oh, it's good to have four boxes that you work through, work with. So one's a box that says get rid of. So that's like a donation box. One's a keep box and it, and it stays in that area. So like if I'm doing my office, it's get rid of stuff, keep in the office. And then a box that's like this, I'm gonna keep it, but it goes to a different area of the house. And then like a, a garbage box or even a, a trash can. So if you have those four areas that helps you as you're starting to go through things to really classify. Okay, is this a keeper? Is this a donator? Is this a garbager? <laughs> Just kidding, not really a word. Or does this go to a different room in my home? I wanna keep it, but I have a different purpose for it. Um, I had a light that I had bought for my office and I, it was the perfect color and stuff, but as I turned it on, this was a few months back, as I turned it on, I did not like the brightness of this light. I felt that it was really annoying on my eyes with the LED lights. and. So um, it just kind of stayed in my office and I kicked it around, you know, put it up on a shelf, put it in the closet, never really used it. So that was a great item to just be like, okay, that one can go. And at first I was like, well, it's in good shape. It works. I paid money for it. And I thought, you know, what? if I don't love it and I'm not using it, it's going. So, you know, things like that will come up and you can talk yourself through it. Like, is this something that I use? Yes, it's in good shape, but could someone else use it more than I could, right? Um, so... Okay, I wanna get into a little bit about different types of clutter. And what was so great is, I don't know if any of you know Ann Washburn, she's also a mentor and she's mentored me in the past, one of my personal mentors. She just did a, a webinar about clutter and I, I heard her talk about clutter before. She's terrific. She has a really fun group called Clutter Bustin on uh, Facebook. And um, she is a body language specialist. And so she can look in people's movements and what they're doing and know if they've got emotional clutter or social clutter or what's going on with them physically or uh, mentally or things like that. And, and they're in their body gestures and the way they carry themselves and the way they move their eyes or their all different things. She can understand that. And so anyway, she talks about seven different types of clutter. So we've been talking a lot about the physical clutter. I've brought up a little bit about emotional or mental, like things that you go through um, as you're starting to go through your cluttered areas, but there are seven areas and we're gonna, I'm gonna list those out really quick just so that you know those seven areas and then what you can do with this. And this is actually, this little activity came from Ann Washburn's um, uh, her webinar this morning. So the areas she said are physical clutter, 
mental clutter. So physical is stuff around you in your home. Mental is in your mind and that mental space. And if it's cluttered or not, emotional is just those emotions that go on in your body. If there's a lot of that going on and it's messy, that's that emotional clutter, social clutter. It can be connections or um, relationships with other people spiritual clutter like if you're clouded and it's hard for you to get that connection with god financial clutter and financial also includes time or anything that's kind of an exchange like it has a value and you use it up or exchange it so financial is money and time and then also body clutter because our bodies um store things you know you store emotions you store experiences and memories these all get stored in the body and so the body can have its own clutter and even weight issues can have to do with stuff being stuck inside of your body or that clutter in your body so um one of the things that she suggested with these seven areas is to go in and rate yourself on them so if you're listening jot down the seven areas physical mental emotional social, spiritual, financial, and body. And then you're going to rate yourself one to 10. So you're going to say, okay, um, where am I at physically with clutter in my home? And you're going to say, okay, between a one and a 10, I'm a seven or whatever. So then you write that number down and you're going to get a number for each one of those individual sections, mental, emotional, social, spiritual, financial body, and that physical one is at the beginning. And then you're going to add them up and you're going to get somewhere between zero and 70. So if you're close to 70, you know, hey, I'm pretty cluttered. If you're closer to zero, you know, wow, I'm doing pretty good. I've got a good flow of emotions. Um, my mind's not cluttered. My home's getting decluttered. I'm feeling good about where I'm financially, spiritually, my body, things like that. So it just gives you an idea of where you're at. Um, mine was higher than I wanted it to be. I was in the 50s and, you know, I just thought, okay, well, this is, this is a good opportunity. Actually, it was close to 50. It wasn't quite 50. Um, but this is a good opportunity for me to look at where I'm at physically with my relationships, spiritually, and to start figuring out which area is the highest. And my highest was physical and social. So like looking at my things physically in my home, I want less there and feeling cluttered there. And socially, like any connections that I have with uh, or in my relationships with um, family members or other people um, that was feeling cluttered for me when I took the test. And so we want to focus in those kind of bigger areas first. Um, and I love that. I, that was really defining for me to understand which areas are more cluttered than others. And then to be able to go in and, and take care of these. So as a coach, I help people too to look at which areas that they need help in in life and to start working on those. So I'm going to give you a couple of ideas. So say you just took this test and your highest one is like um, in your body or your highest one is mental, you know, pick whatever area that is. I'm just going to give you a couple of little ideas um, very quickly of where you could start with those. So physical, that's what we're doing right now is if you've got, if you're high on that physical clutter, which I think most people are in our first world with this first world problem of having too much. Um, I think um, Anne said something about the, the average home has 300,000 items in it. 
300,000 items. And, you know, so as someone might have their house burned down or whatever, they've got to list out 300,000 items that they lost so they can get re like compensated for them on their insurance, right? That's a lot of items to remember. So, I mean, no wonder we feel cluttered in our homes nowadays. Um, there's just so much there. So physically, we're talking about that right now. Get a, this was a really good idea. Get a garbage sack and go through your house and just get rid of any garbage clutter. So it could be empty bottles of shampoo. It could be a box that holds your um, contact solution. You check that in. It could be a toy that broke in your kid's room. You check that in. Um, it could be a shirt that has a hole in it or a stain that goes in the garbage. Um, just you're going through your house and trying to fill a whole garbage bag full of just stuff that you don't need. Go in your garage. There's maybe an old um, water bottle that someone dropped on the floor out there or, you know, like with kids. Um, so maybe you're throwing that away, but you're filling up that garbage bag. That's a really easy way to get started is to get rid of the garbage first. Um, then you can pick an area and start going through and decluttering and deciding what you need or don't need. And then um, getting working on that space. Getting things out is really important. As I've listened to organizers, they'll say, oh, I go into this lady's office and, you know, you can't even see the floor and she wants to keep everything and she thinks I'm a magician and I can just, you know, get everything in its place and make it all fit. But sometimes you have to think, okay, I have too much. I've got to get rid of so that I can have things fit in the space, right? So that's physical. We've been working lots in that area. Mental clutter. I recently worked with um, my mentor, a mentor of mine, Donna Gammon. Um, she's a life coach and an energy worker, just like me. I love, love her. She's the best. Um, she's actually on one of our earlier episodes and she does have a podcast. You can look her up. But Donna, um, she helped me realized that I wasn't sleeping well at night because I had so much on my brain and I was going to bed late too because I'd just start surfing on my phone instead of just going to bed because I had so much in my brain and so before bed every night now I do a brain dump and this is a great technique for anyone who's got a high number in the mental area for mental clutter you just write down um all the things that are on your mind like hey i got to call the insurance guy and oh i got to take the car in and get new tires and you know everything that's on your brain oh i got to send this money for the fundraiser tomorrow so anything that's on your brain you get it down on paper then it's no longer bouncing around in your mind as you're trying to go to sleep that um, brain dump is super helpful emotional clutter i love this area because as adults we often shut down this area and don't listen and we kind of become numb but if you have got a lot going on emotionally like an emotion comes up that you feel um, angry or resentful or frustrated or disappointed or even some depression coming up start looking at what's going on with that and you can journal about that emotion i feel depressed because and you just write all the reasons why um, that helps you have an awareness so that you know where to look and watch for. And then you want to always, um, I need to bring this up as we're talking about these areas. And we can even mention it again at the end of the seven areas. But you always want to replace the clutter with something that is desired. So with that mental, that brain dump, you might write everything out, but then maybe you're gonna give yourself a really nice affirmation before you go to bed. I get things done in an easy and timely manner um, in a relaxed and efficient way. Um, you know, Give yourself something positive to put in to that space that you're emptying out. 
And it's the same for your home. Put something positive and, and set that intention that that area will stay in that way um, so that it does. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute um, and my garage and how, how things can kind of creep in if we don't set that intention. So, okay, emotional. Um, so if you do the journaling, I feel depressed when, or I feel angry when, um, you want to get rid of that negative stuff. So you don't write this in your journal that you keep. You write this on a piece of paper, just a blank piece of paper, and then um, go, go, go. I feel angry when, and you're writing, 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 and then you'll take that paper crumple it up, shred it, rip it up, whatever you got to do, but get it out of your house. So into the garbage can, take it out to the, the big garbage bin, whatever you got to do to remove it and then bring in something more positive, like maybe do a meditation and bring in some love and light. Um, maybe do some exercise and feel that good energy of body movement and um, progress and forward movement and motivation or listen to a song or dance. So bring in something really positive after you do that, getting rid of the heavy or negative. Um, social, this is a big one. Um, just someone I was mentoring last week was talking about some connections with their, their parent and how draining it was with this parent because of the parent's view on life and so it was really hard on this person because she's like it was a mom and she's saying my mom just doesn't see that her blessings everything's a complaint and it's just really hard and so this relationship was really hard and heavy for her and I talked to her about you know if you have a, a something going on like that you can take the opportunity to release that and have a little spirit to spirit conversation with that person where it's like all right <laughs> I just need to get all this out you know I don't like how you don't see your blessings I don't like how you're putting all your negative energy on other people I don't like how you know and you just get all that negative out um, and you want to make sure that you feel like and you don't do this to a person in person. You, this is a spiritual conversation. So you kind of, you invite them to come and ask their spirit, is this okay to have this conversation? Usually you'll feel a resounding yes, because they're ready to let go of the heavy, right? But then um, as you get rid of that, that um, unfinished business that maybe you couldn't say in person because you were worried it was going to hurt their feelings, or maybe sometimes, you know, it's a situation where you get cut off or there's not enough time. So you don't get to share all your stuff. That unfinished conversation is an emotional, social thing that still you're still hanging on to because it's not resolved. It's not completed. So as you finish the conversation with that person um, and get all of the things out that you felt or thought that didn't get to be said, it helps you to not be clouded socially. And it helps you not be clouded like emotionally and mentally because it takes up space when those things aren't finished. Um, another area that would be important is financial. Start looking at your finances. Pay attention to them. Are there certain bills that aren't getting paid on time and they're backing up and you're late? Make it a priority. Pay attention to money. Money is a value. Um, pay attention to your time. Are you on time to things? Are you getting there on time? Those things are really important. And then with body, Give yourself a little goal. Maybe it's to drink more water. Maybe it can be something so small. I'm going to drink eight, eight glasses of water a day. It can be, I'm going to exercise three times a week and then hold yourself accountable that you're doing that. That'll help get rid of some of that other stuff. Um, maybe you're eating less sugar. So you're getting rid of some of the yuck that clutter that 
that's cluttering up your body or that causes chain reactions within your body to have that extra high with sugar and then the low. Um, so as you get rid of some of that and you start bringing in more of the good, um, these all, all seven of these areas of clutter can be worked with. They can be dealt with and you can claim your space and claim space to grow and claim space for that dream or that goal that you want. And as you get rid of that clutter and you let go of um, this bondage, then you're able to see so much more clearly. Um, when we have a lot of clutter, we're blind. We can't see, we don't know what's holding us back. And sometimes I think it's the adversary that's blinding us. And sometimes it's our own self. We're sabotaging and saying, well, I don't want to see I don't want to see because if I see, then I have to go forward on this goal and I'm going to have to be seen by other people or I'm scared of like being successful or getting out there. So our subconscious can actually stop us and try to help keep us safe by cluttering us up with all these other things, other things that will um, stop us from really moving forward on what we want. I wanted to mention one more thing, um, and this is a concept that you may have noticed in your life and talked a little bit about it on her webinar this morning, too. And that was um, with like if you have a space uh, that was kind of collecting a certain something like maybe your kitchen table is just like a magnet for kids homework and backpacks and um, bills and whatever. Um, well, if you decide to clear that off and clean it off, um, often what will happen is that same type of items, those same types of items will come back into that space. And as they come in back into that space, it's because, um, and this is the way Anne described it. I thought it was really cool. She said, nature hates vacuums. And so if you create an empty space and you don't choose what goes back in there, it'll fill back up with what was already there. It's like it's attracting what was already kind of in that energy field, I guess. And so as um, for instance, like in my garage, you know, we parked the car in the garage for a long, long time. Well, about two months ago when I received a bunch of things from my parents' home and I was like, okay, I'm going to take these home, but I don't want to take them in my house. I want to go through them first and really decide what I want. I made a big pile kind of to the side of the garage. But as I changed the, the focus of the garage from being for this car, for a car to being for like more of a storage area, it was interesting how much stuff started accumulating and filling the space where the car used to be. <laughs> and so we started parking outside of the garage and it's been going on for like two months. And I look at it and I'm like, oh, so that's what happened. You know, like if the, if the space is designated for something very specifically and you change it. So I start, stopped parking the car in the garage. Then it, it started collecting um, more of the stuff like I had put in stuff from my parents house so it started collecting more of that stuff instead of designating that space for the car and claiming that space and protecting that space for the car so anyway claim your space and as you go through an area if you get it cleared out don't just leave it and hope it stays tell that space I am claiming this space for and, you know, I, we have a spot in our house that's right 
in kind of the center as you walk in you look and it's the center of our front room and it's where the tv is and the mantle and the fireplace and up there my husband loves to put his wallet right and so that's an area that I'm like okay I need we want to claim this space it has a couple nice little quotes and little decorative things and the tv's up there and so just saying this space because I'll put papers up there too it'll be like wow we've got a little pile of stuff going here instead of it being claimed for that area so that would be a great area for me to have a little conversation um, with that space and designating that space or dedicating it for holding the TV remote and the TV and like, that's it. And these couple little decorations, right? So anyway, just thinking about things um, as you move forward, as you clean it out, make sure you're claiming that space for whatever is coming and whatever you want for the future. And as you start to let go, you're going to stop this self-sabotage and this, this bondage or this holding back and you'll be able to see so much more clearly and your subconscious, ultimately, I think your subconscious knows why you're here. It knows your purpose, but I think there's a lot of fear behind us shining our lives and lights and really moving forward on what we came to do. So clutter is just a super easy way for us to get distracted and have these emotions come up and these doubts to keep us from being our best selves, from shining like a really bright light so that we can make this difference in the world because it's a little uncomfortable to go out there and put yourself out there and get out of that comfort zone. So anyway, as we get more clear, as we clear out this physical clutter, this spiritual clutter, um, this financial clutter, social clutter, mental clutter, physical clutter, I think I said physical, but as we clear up all these seven areas, we will be able to get more connected with others and have deeper, meaningful conversations, experiences with our family members, with ourselves. When we're cluttered, it's hard for us to even connect with self and to really be true to what our goals and dreams and desires are. So as we clear out the clutter and claim our space and make our home a place of joy and a place of safety from all the kind of mess that goes on around us in the world, it will be such a beautiful thing for us to have for our family. And so keep in mind, why are you doing this? Why are you doing 15 minutes a day? And then when it comes down to it, you could skip the 15 minutes so easily. But if you really have a why and you have like a how, it's just 15 minutes a day in this area. And what's your big goal? You're going to get it organized and have it run in a way that you love. You will be able to create more of what you want and have less of those distractions, doubts, um, hurts, frustration, and those things that you don't want. So anyway, hoping you guys got something out of today. Um, if nothing else, get four boxes, go in an area, write down or put on your boxes, keep, take to another room, donate or garbage and clean up your area for 15 minutes. Um, work on things physically and they'll start to move emotionally, mentally, and in other ways, because you'll be able to see so much clearer what's going on with you and inside of you when you're not as cluttered outside, which is causing a lot of that clutter inside. So here's to freedom. 
Here's to clutter-free homes and more beautiful organized homes. Uh, keep up your good work. And if you want some support, go on to Facebook, find our group order in October and join in. And we'd love to support you and get excited for your progress. And here's the last little thing. Don't wait till your whole house is organized to be like, okay, I arrived. It's, you know, there's always going to be something to organize. You're never going to get there. You'll have to continuously spend time there, but celebrate those little 15 minute things. Like, yes, I went through papers for 15 minutes and I got a stack of however many to recycle. Or yes, I fixed these files and they're hanging and they're ready to go. Or yes, my storage space is more organized and I put um, food that is going to expire sooner at the front and those that are going to expire later at the back, whatever it is that you're doing, celebrate it and be good to yourself. You know, sometimes we're really hard on ourselves with our progress. And if it's not perfect, it's not good. But you know what? Progress is important and done is better than perfect. So keep up your good work. Make sure you're doing those 15 minutes every day. And um, lots of love from Elizabeth Paris to you as you're moving forward on your decluttering your life and bringing more joy in your home and bringing order into your life and your home in October. Love you all. Oh, a oops moment. <laughs> I forgot about an oops moment. Um, I, this is, this is, I, I think I'm going to share one from a long time ago. So this is a funny one. My sweet, uh, job that I had before I had um, my own children was that I was a teacher. I was a kindergarten and first grade teacher. And I had 16 beautiful students each year at this wonderful private school up in, um, in Logan, Utah, which is called the Cache Valley Learning Center. It's not there anymore. They've changed it to a charter school, but I loved that place. Um, I learned, uh, I, I studied special education at Utah State and the owners of this place were Ann and Tim and they were terrific. And so they had a huge connection. Tim was one of the profession, professors in the, um, the, the program, the special ed program at Utah State. And so it was really fun because um, we had a lot of students that would come in and do practicums and placements with reading and math. And I was a teacher who got to observe them and give them feedback. And so one day um, my old professor came in and he was a real tough guy. Uh, I was actually quite scared of him at certain times because he was just really rough. I'm not going to give names, but love this guy, but just very uh, strict and very rough and he kind of scared me and so I'm ready to do I'm, I'm actually teaching I'm doing a reading lesson and it was just before this other student this college student was about to teach and he was going to observe her and so she comes in and he comes in and they're just kind of listening to me and I'm doing a lesson and the kids had learned the word it. And um, so we're reading it and finding words that rhyme with it. And as I asked the kids, okay, so what else rhymes with it? This little girl raises her hand and she says, shh, and rhymes with it. And a <laughs> little Sophie. <laughs> and I just was dying because here was this total serious professor. And as I looked back at him, he was laughing so hard he had to leave the room. <laughs> so I got him going uh, just by my my funny kind of um, obliviousness as I was trying to rhyme with it. I didn't even 
go there in my mind, but Sophie did and it made us all laugh. So anyway, that was my oops moment. Everybody have an, a totally awesome week. Love you tons and keep up the good work on your progress for order in your home and bringing in more joy and love and peace and happiness. Love you all. Are you ready to make forward movement in an area of your life? Relationships, money, organization, health, or happiness? We want to help you get the results you've always wanted and the happiness that you are worthy of. And so we have started a movement to support you in making these positive changes in your life. Arise Now is the best place to start when you are ready to get better results in life and you want positive support, effective tools, and strong motivation to make it happen. And that's why we started our movement, Arise Now. Arise Now is a supportive, fun, three-month-long program where you will learn tools, techniques, and mindset shifts to move forward in your relationships and goals. In Arise Now, you will have the support to set and accomplish three personalized goals. You will receive 12 valuable one-hour live trainings. Enjoy daily accountability and enjoy a safe, supportive community to start arising and thriving now. Visit AriseAndThriveLife.com today and register so that you can get all the support, training, and accountability to start arising and thriving in your life.